0: something and then people would just be like what they launched an airdrop yeah. welcome to game of nodes a weekly podcast on the cosmos from independent validator teams okay hello and welcome to game of thrones uh, a weekly podcast on the cosmos from independent validators with a perennially dodgy start um, <laughs> we've uh, we've just been talking about uh about healthcare which is obviously uh, not very related to the current drama in cosmos but it is very interesting to have an international perspective on such things um this episode is going we've called it uh, extra credit and it's about what is going to happen next probably in the ongoing uh resolution of the implications of prop 16 which obviously we're all uh, quite close to and meow from juno core is hopefully going to join us in a little bit as well um so yeah hopefully this is this is going to be a little bit less dry than wading through some of the text proposals and the implications thereof that we've you know haven't have to have had to do during the last week um because we had to, we put this together at relatively short notice, it's just Schultzie Shult, and Jabby joining me until uh, Meow shows up, which I think is going to happen in a bit. Um, but obviously, there's there's few people as qualified, uh, particularly than Joe, <laughs> to speak about this. <laughs> um, so we we were wondering earlier, Joe, do you have do you still have this? Uh, the, so Joe put together a great flow chart of where we're up to. Do you still have that, Joe? Can you screen yeah, share? Yeah, I do. I uh, I just sent that to you, but I can also. I think I think uh, if dude. you say to screen share, I can I can give you permission. All right, let me put that on a proper screen. Nerds, I know we're so bad, aren't we? Allow me to put it on my second monitor. <laughs> second, that's second. all. Second, there's, there's more than two. have to worry about the the rotated monitor for coding. That's right. I, yeah, I mean this is going to come off fantastically on the uh, Spotify version of this podcast. All right, well uh, it's maybe shared. maybe Usopa can can trim this.
1: <laughs> uh, do you have to welcome my screen into the ah? There we go. There it is. wow. Check. We're like high tech now. Uh, so Prop Fire came along and says ah, they gave the stack, stake drop, and then Wolf says no, they didn't. It, they're fun. It's cool. So we rejected it, and then they started selling a bunch of Juno. <clears throat> and then Prop 16 comes along There's some investigation There's some articles Core 1 says please vote no But it's still passed anyway uh, So then we can kind of zoom out and see like How everything's expanded from that point uh, Validators have had concerns um, CCN wants to negotiate uh, There was a PR that was briefly ready Then it was closed And there's another PR And then there's been multiple PRs Uh Over here on the Commonwealth proposals, you know, I really like that people have gotten more active in the Commonwealth and making proposals about different remediations, different ways to handle uh, the situation at hand. Um, And sort of on the side here, also tracking kind of the general consensus from the community about, you know, hey, all right, it's passed. Let's do it. And then why isn't governance doing anything? And (laughs) why isn't Core 1 doing anything? And then why isn't it over? Uh, and so where we've basically sunk to from, from all these different paths are, you know, CCN has a proposal that they've prepared. Uh, there's Unity proposal that Core 1 has produced. And then there's the one um, that I effectively authored, um, gathering up information and, and what would be the logical conclusion from that information. Um, so that's the three proposals that we, we currently have on, on deck right now.
0: Yeah, so so now now we've kind of gone through Jabby's quite excellent flowchart. Uh, I guess for the rest of this, we'll refer to them as the, the CCM prop, Unity prop, and the burn prop. Um, Simple enough. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so uh, I'm going to tr- attempt a very short summary of each of those, and see if you think I'm screwing this up, then please jump in. <laughs> so the CCM prop is... Uh, let's split what we have 50-50 between the community and our own investors. The um, burn prop is we burn, we undelegate um, and then burn the funds held by CCN. And the unity prop is we undelegate and move the, con- uh, the funds to a smart contract, which has uh, hooks that um, CCN can use and hooks that the community can use that is my that that is my summary of the three proposals uh, is that reasonable I think that's a good tough little summary of it
2: um, I think that one thing that'd be best to discuss a little bit more is like what is the end game of the unity proposal right um, do you envision it as being a like a, like right now we have a label as like an escrow account, right? Where we'll have some level of control. But the reality is that'll probably just end up being a pseudo-burn, right? It's gonna be locked up for an indeterminate amount of time because there's probably gonna be no conclusion as to who gets what, right? So what is your what's your vision of what the unity will will eventually become?
0: Well, so there's there's a couple. Of, so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about each of the, the props in a minute. But I think it's, it's also worth saying that Unity prop was obviously um, put forward when everything was a lot more uncertain and a lot more shouty maybe than it has got now. I think the conversation has sobered a little bit. Um, and I think we're in a more constructive place than we were a week ago or 10 days ago. Um, but the... The original Unity prop, like you say, it. I think certainly the way CCN view it is it is sort of burning by another means because it's locking the funds up. Um, there is a way of putting a timer on this, right? Which is to say, in the, instead of the default position being nothing moves, you could actually amend that contract design to be that it still has the governance hooks for the community. Um, it still has the withdrawal hook for um ccn but you could also do a vesting schedule on it so that the default position is that it drains over time right um the other thing that you could amend to that which is if you say that it's going to drain over time in favor of uh, an account nominated by ccn i.e their admin um you could equally remove what we call the ripcord which is their ability to withdraw with a 28-day delay, because if you're getting the funds vested over a longer period, then is there ever a scenario where it's in the benefit? It benefits the community to use the ripcord. No. So the default position is come up with a compromise to agree to withdraw the funds, or the funds will drain over a 10-year vest. Let's say. Um, <clears throat> so that there has been some discussion around contract implementation about whether to go back to the community and ask about that. You know should there be the ripcord in the current design or should there be a vest? Um, but the problem is going back to the community at this stage uh, on on uh, Commonwealth is likely to just cause kind of anxiety or it's, it's quite hard to communicate um, even to technical people, smart contract design. <laughs> I mean, talking about code is, is hard, right? I mean, we're all on this call. We all kind of understand it. And even then part of this call is that we're kind of explaining this to each other as well as we go. Um, so I understand that it is like a a difficult thing, um, to kind of talk about, especially in text form on these Commonwealth proposals. Um, so yeah, so I guess we started talking about the unity prop. Um, there's no particular order with how we were going to go through the, the three things that are going to happen, but it, so before we go on, I will say that there is so that there is a logical sequencing of events that is now going to happen. People have been asking what's going to happen. The answer is probably tomorrow. We are going to table Lupercalia Phase One, which is a security upgrade um, that will have. Oh, this is great. We should just we should have Joe with the charts up all the time. This is amazing. Um, so Lupercalia Phase One is a security upgrade. And crucially, it allows it has an upgrade in it that allows um, the governance module to take actions on a smart contract. And this is very new behavior. This is new and exciting behavior. So the way the reason this is important is because the Unity Prop requires the governance module to be able to take actions on a smart contract. And this is why I think smart contract developers like like me are very excited by this. You know, not just because I think it's a good solution, but because it is genuinely uh, very novel to try and solve this this deadlock in a zero trust environment with a smart contract. Um, with with a smart contract that's not only a smart, you know, just solving it with a smart contract, full stop, would be pretty historic. But solving it with a smart contract that's actually directly controlled by the governance module is completely i mean just the the concept is completely impossible in a proof-of-work chain right so Um,
2: can we we take a moment to talk about this a little longer so currently governance can basically do um like a community spend proposal it can do a text proposal a software upgrade proposal and then now there's going to be like execute smart contract type proposal or how what will that look like in in reality and will that have any sort of um I suppose a- anybody can, propo- can create a proposal right now. Are there any controls around that smart contract um, execution now? Like can, can anyone just put up a pro- pro- proposal
0: that says we should do this to the smart contract or how would that look? Right. So uh, what you do um, is you implement there's a there's a, so um, cosmos and smart contracts have several entry points. Uh, you can think of them as like a right entry point, and a read entry point if you're kind of used to traditional database models. Um, And then there are a couple of extra ones. One of them is like a hook for if you get a message from another smart contract, how do you handle that? Um, And there is an additional one, which is uh, that this has come in with the most recent upgrade, which is I have gotten the message from the governance module. What should I do with it? So you need to handle um, specifically the message case, and it needs to be formatted obviously a certain way serialized in a certain way to take a instruction so what the so the unity prop contract exists it has been written um and at the moment it is implemented purely to the letter and word of the unity prop as it is up on commonwealth um so it has uh i i can actually throw up uh, i've got a I've got a couple of, uh, of, of pictures I can throw up to show what it does. So um, the first thing, and you can see a little bit of the side of us over here. Where is it? <laughs> Hello. There's my hand. Um, so the, there is a address that can do actions. In this case, we would envisage it to be CCN, um, and they can take a withdrawal action. This is available at any time. They can request a withdrawal it starts a smart contract uh, a timer effectively in the smart contract and then after that timer that time has elapsed the withdrawal can actually be executed right and that's that's the 28 day delay um it's actually configurable but we in the um implementation notes on um commonwealth it was said that it would be um it would be 28 days so that's what we would configure it to right um and then when when that timer ends, you can actually uh withdraw the funds now we we've been referring to this as the rip cord, right so you request a withdrawal the the parachute starts deploying, and at some point you actually start slowing down uh, I guess that's the funds arriving in one go that's actually a really bad analogy but whatever anyway um for some reason we call it the whip, the rip cord, but what it is is a delayed release of funds so that behaves very much like a normal smart contract it's just the execute handler right um, but the other half of the governance contract is the bit that uh, the, sorry the bit the other half of this contract is the governance actions which is the bit I think that you were asking about just then Shelsie, Um, which is that the governance uh, a governance prop can send a message um, and it can be one of three message types that are implemented so the contract basically uh, looks at what the message type is. I mean, obviously the message type could also be invalid, which would be bad. Um, but there are three actions available to the to the community effectively, right? Um, there's burn all the funds held by the contract. Um, there's send an amount of native funds to an address. and there's send all funds held by the contract um, to an address. Um, so again, pretty straightforward. Um, so governance could decide to do any one of those, um, three things on the right by sending the right message to the smart contract. So
2: um, you ta- you said for a moment that, um, there's an assumption that the, that the contract or the message would be formatted correctly. What's the default behavior if the message isn't formatted correctly? What if there's all this buildup around a prop saying we're going to do this and it's not formatted? Correctly, if someone sends it in and does something wrong,
0: what will happen? Uh, you get a CosmWASM Wasm panic, and it says it says incorrect message format. I think incorrect invalid Wasm message, um, and it returns an error from the SDK level from the Wasm module. So it would be pretty important to do a dry run of that on. Uh, a test net with this which obviously so uni one currently has this behavior available to it on test net so it, the, the reality is wh- whoever was going to implement such a proposal from the community would want to go on uni and propose um uh propose that upgrade right to test that it works um, otherwise they would risk burning uh, well actually i guess they wouldn't burn any juno but they would just look a bit silly if they did it on mainnet and it didn't work as anticipated okay so so,
2: yeah. so to clarify it would there would be an error but it wouldn't cause a chain halt it wouldn't cause crazy adverse behavior it would just say
0: throw up a new prop essentially because it's no before. it would be exactly the same as uh, you know on the name service if you don't fund a wasm message correctly when you try and buy a name it throws a, a wasm error it would be exactly the same severity as that. It's um, it's um, completely sort of um, firewalled within the contract itself. Just because the contract has been called by governance um, doesn't mean there's like some much more uh, risky behaviour that's 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 being used. So yeah, so that's that's that is the. the that's the unity prop smart contract and that's how it would work. Um, and I think we've kind of gone over why it's cool as well, which is that, you know, we're a smart contract chain and to be able to solve a problem like this, using a smart contract is kind of inherently cool. Um, maybe, maybe coolness is, is perhaps not the best way to be judging the relative merit of quite high stakes things, but, um, it is cool and it would be pretty historic to on a proof of state chain, solve a governance problem using a smart contract controlled by the community i mean i i think that would be kind of pretty incredible um but that yeah what i think about the 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 technical coolness of it obviously shouldn't really influence anybody <laughs> on whether they think it's a good idea or not because it it does obviously boil down to whether or not this is the right thing to do in terms of governance and in terms of actually mediating the situation effectively, which is, does this contract or, or does the Unity prop itself actually set up a reasonable ground for negotiation, right? And all of that kind of stuff that we've been talking about before. So what does it look like if
2: a another option is proposed and the smart contract needs modified? Will that just go through a standard smart contract upgrade um, change um or will it just be a simple update to the contract um
0: for the for the new addition for the new proposal that people are bringing forward so you mean if uh let's say somebody said oh i would like to perform some other behavior that's not currently supported by the contract
2: yes that's correct yeah so right now accepts a certain amount of types of messages a fourth message that says uh immediate burn half distribute half Uh, as it off-the-cuff example
0: yeah so well this is the difficulty so as as suggested by unity the uh my understanding of it is that the contract should be instantiated without any admin so you instantiate without an admin it means nobody can ever rug the contract itself so if a regulator came along and was like stop this immediately can't do it there's no admin Um, it basically, uh, taking away the admin has a lot of good features in that it puts a a solution on the table and it's like, now this is the solution. We can't now bike shed any further, but the downside is you can't migrate it. If we were going to propose a smart contract solution that could be migrated to change the kind of the lay of the land underneath the contract, like its functionality, its behavior, I almost think that would be another proposal because it's obviously you can migrate it and you can change the way it behaves. But whether or not that is the correct thing to do, uh, I don't know. Yeah,
3: you could also have it so that the community or the governance module itself is the admin. Um, So if the community wanted to upgrade the contract, they could vote to upgrade
0: the contract. Um, Does that actually work though? Can you send a migrate message as the governance module because i thought you have uh, you have to be a regular signing key in order to call a wasm migrate i believe message. that there is a new
3: uh in the latest version of wasmd there is a new uh, migrate contract message which you could or proposal type so there's a spe- special proposal type for for this new uh migrate feature that
0: actually does sound like a thing i've seen in the change log so and, yeah you're
3: right uh, yeah, no, they just went ahead and added full smart contract interaction capabilities to the Cov- Cosmos governance module, which is really exciting. Um, another thing that could happen to is, like, if there's a new contract, like, the new contract could be instantiated. And then, like, the community could just vote to send funds to the new
0: contract. Like, so, like, having... Yeah, so ability- actually, that's actually a really good point, is if you did want to instantiate, even if you wanted to take away the admin capabilities for like any number of reasons, like from liability to whatever um, to, to actually, I mean, another good reason of taking the admin away is to force people into having to come up with a solution, but actually like Miao's just saying, you can, when you have the ability to send, have a prop that says drain all the funds from the contract and send it somewhere, you also could instantiate another contract and send the funds there and the native balance would land. Um, although i suppose a, weir- a, w- a weirder and funnier thing would be uh, the smart contract i guess appears as an address wouldn't it be kind of funny if the smart contract ha- um, received an airdrop <laughs> or is it too soon, too could soon. Do. i mean could, it could happen yeah
3: why not someone's gonna have that brilliant <laughs> idea like
2: I just airdrop. Saw
0: in his face. he's just saying dear god no <laughs>
2: It's gonna become a Mount Doom address where people start sending like NFTs and stuff to it as like, eh, I don't need this one anymore. Send it to the whale. Send it to the whale contracts.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I guess you could I mean, it would be overthinking it to, to 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 actually write some reply hooks for NFTs to to see what it would do with those. But yeah. Um <laughs> so so yeah that's 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 the long and short of i think where we're up to with the with the contract stuff and also hello meow we kind of snuck you in the back door without introducing you properly yeah welcome, no, I was, to, welcome to game of nodes i was late but i'm excited to be here this is my favorite
3: youtube series <laughs> after like one episode wait two, two episodes two episodes yeah that last one was was great It was a great episode <laughs> Awesome. And I'm honored to be here with the likes of Jabby. Like I raised my glass to you, sir. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Jabby's been keeping us sane a- for the a- last and time. Shulte
3: and Schultz and, and you too, obviously, Alex. So you
1: know. Um, I mean, I, the phrase username just gives me closure.
0: <laughs> Great. That was a that was an excellent joke. Um Cool. Okay. So, is there anything else we want to say about the the Unity prop at this stage? And also, if there, if anybody we actually notes there are people watching, so uh, if you have questions about the Unity prop, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna whip through the comments. I've realized I haven't been paying attention to them. Um, ask questions about what we're saying <laughs> as we go. Sorry about that. Um, Can I okay. give my quick
3: why I think the Unity prop is cool spiel? Um, Please do. Yes. Uh, I'm really sorry if I repeat anything that any of you said before. Oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> Wenra. Uh, um, but yeah, like uh, it's it achieves everything the community really wants. Um, it it takes away the whales' voting power. It takes away their staking rewards. Um, it 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 is action. So you know, it's like. Um, at the same time, it also makes a lot of validators feel a little bit more comfortable to not burn the funds instantaneously. Um, obviously, they can be burned once in the smart contracts, but it's not the validators doing it. It's the community voting to burn the funds, which I, is a small, distinct, a small distinction, but I, I think that, you know, that's that's a good one. Uh, making our validators comfortable is great. Um, and... And then I think the final reason I really like it is because the community is in complete control. It is also a really great way to like come up with like a, a little bit more deliberation before we take this like big step. You know, it allows the chance for us to come to a compromise or, or some other solution we haven't yet thought. Now, do I think that's super likely? No, I think probably the funds are going to get voted to be burns because uh, I don't think the whale is going to put forward a good solution, but you never know. You have to allow space for that, and um, I think it's it's going to make us like look a little bit better having you know some sort of process for this, and not just instantly burning burning the funds. Though that might happen anyway. All right.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, my spiel. Um, I think it's also can we just recognize how good Javi's little flowchart here is, like laying out all of these points as we've been saying them. This is kind of pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, no, one of the big things I think for anybody that's following the the Commonwealth threads as they were happening, like to pick up on something you said just there, which is that moving the funds to the smart contract uh, and delegating them, it's a very subtle distinction to like pop them in the smart contract. But, you know, the, the CCN still are the only entity that can trigger that withdrawal, the ripcord we were talking about earlier. So they're, they're kind of still in control at the table, able to compromise if they would like to, but very crucially, their voting power is gone, um, and their ability to unbond and cut and run is also kind of gone, although still on 28-day timer, but the community has the other half, is basically holding the other half of the thread, right? So the two things that we, I think, saw the most during that debate, which is we're worried about their voting power, which I think validators and devs are most worried about. And then we're worried about their kind of economic power as well as their voting power was the other thing I saw a lot in the community. So the great thing about Unity Prop is it does kind of deal with both of those things quite neatly, right?
3: Yeah. And I think people don't really understand the whole Ripcord dynamic. I I, I saw a lot of, I think... I'll call them bad takes because I don't think they really read through or understood some of the nuance of the proposal. The community is in complete control. Even if the whale pulls the rip cord, uh, there's 28 days for the community to vote to burn their funds or send them somewhere else. Um, so, and who knows, maybe the community will decide to fund Ukraine or whatever. I don't know. Um, like, but, yeah. So that ripcord also is to like make people feel like a little bit more safe about running this code. Um, it's it was it was a compromise. So yeah, and it doesn't the- matter if the whale agrees to it or not. That's another thing. Is like yeah, the 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 whale has not come forward with any actual viable like solutions. They're just wasting time at this point. So this. This forces them to actually come to the table with a with a good solution.
0: Um, so there's there's some actually there's some good questions in the in the chat. One of which uh, is probably too big to throw up on the screen because it's a really big comment. But um, can the whales staking rewards be frozen as soon as the prop goes up? So this is a uh, um, we, we're obviously now at the point where and I think this is an interesting question is that the CCN account has accumulated quite a lot of rewards while this situation has been, uh, ongoing. So it's worth bearing in mind that with so, so back to, um, we were going to talk a little bit about what loopicalia phase one is. So loop, Loop phase one, uh, we already mentioned is essentially the, it's the teamwork that makes the dream work as far as the, um, the pseudo-functionality and the governor's module calling contracts is concerned, right? As well as some security fixing and stuff that we'd really like to get in. And then Loopicalia Phase 2, which is what Jabby has been hard at work testing, is the actual, well, one of two, Loopicalia Phase 2 is one of two things, right? Option one is it's a burn, as we described at the top of the show. Option two, it's moving the funds to a smart contract. Right? So e- either way, the work that Jabby's been doing testing this code is like completely essential to, to what we need to do. Um, but until Lupercalia phase two, that, that prop, whatever it is, whatever number it ends up being, until that code is run, um, the whales' funds aren't undelegated. Right? And in addition, they are free to um, claim their rewards and cut and run with those. But I don't know, what's our sense here on, on how major an issue that would be, you know, the the the, the rewards that they've got to date? I personally don't
3: think this is too much of an issue. Like, they've sold very large amounts of Juno before. And yes, it does, like, tank the price, like, temporarily, not like, you know, it's, it's a large amount of funds, but, you know it's a flash crash and people know that Juno is valuable and we've weathered it many times in the past. I mean, they've already sold like $60 million of Juno. And so this will just be the last time. I mean, there's, there's not really too much we can do about those rewards at the moment. Um, maybe, you know, uh, Jabby has some, some more to add to this, but yeah, there's like, it's, it's not going to be possible to like really, I mean, there's a chance that they won't move them. Um, they're, I, but i think that the, that's unlikely if if there's a phase 2 proposal that comes up they're probably going to want to be like okay now we're out of here but you know maybe they maybe they won't because the game theory here especially if we do a smart contract approach is well maybe they won't move, move their funds cuz they don't want to piss off the community cuz then the community will vote to burn them you know uh so who knows exactly how they're going to p- behave uh like with the the prop on the table but uh yeah, there's, it's, it's, we can't really grab those and because we have to wait for the prop to pass. And so then there's like a five-day window where they can just send it to osmosis or whatever. But
0: honestly... Talking, I, what, what, what is the numbers? Can anybody... I feel like this is a number that Jabby might know off the top of his head. I feel like it's 50K? It's like... It's uh, not...
1: So they have a little over 100,000 okay. um, stake rewards earning about 6,000 a day. Uh, they have around... I think they put two million into liquidity. It's now worth around four million, um, and then of course there are several other potentially CCN-related accounts that are well, some are definitely uh, that that are also um, still flush with with Juno, uh, and you know th- this is the one very easy to identify and remediate case that keeps us sane, (laughs) if you will, and not having to sort of go through every module account and, you know, uh, or not module account, but every user account and try to address the balances there. Um, so I, I, think that keeping it limited to what is locked in staking, um, in terms of what we can safely guarantee that we will be able to claw back um gives us a lot of leverage uh and then we get into the game theory like uh, meow was describing with regards to what happens during the moment of governance if they sell it so be it they sell it um if they decide to retain it i think that will do well for you know keeping the, the community engaged um, but I think that as they continue to explain things, we've effectively seen their support not gaining traction.
0: <laughs> which no. which does beg the question. I, I think we've talked about this um, privately as well. Like, do you, do you think they've been negotiating in in bad faith, or is it is it just an, uh, a, a and not comprehending the severity of the situation they're currently faced with. Um, so there's a
1: couple of perspectives you can go with this. You can go with the perspective of you, you started with nothing in Juno, you were given something and you gained already from it. So from that perspective, like you've already won. Um, And then the other perspective is I had something amazing. I had, you know, $120 million and now they're trying to sort of pull that back from me. Uh, So if you take it from that, you know, I've already maximized my profits. I want to retain it. I think that it becomes easy to see how they want to project. They have the upper hand throughout this. I don't know. I feel like I'm using words like them and they <laughs> and not adding a lot of compassion to this. Um, it, it is curious. Uh, you know, from a from the way I see the, the layout of the chessboard and the pieces that are in play, it feels like we're in in
0: game and they're playing of nodes, like if you will, by the way, <laughs> this chessboard that you described, this game of nodes, if you will.
1: But it, it really plays more like Like go where it's about surrounding pieces (laughs) and, and trying to capture territory. And, you know, at any moment that it can sort of flip between, you know, you're, you're ahead in this uh, game or, or you're suddenly, you know, underwater. Um, So anyway, yeah, I think I sort of rambled on there.
2: Well, I think that there's a point to be made here about given that they are supposed to be a fund holding their investors' funds, Um, I think there's an argument to be made that they probably don't have a lot of things on the table that we might have expected them to bargain with, right? Um, If I had just been airdropped $125 million and I knew that the community was coming for a burn, I would probably try to negotiate, I want to keep like 5%, that's it, everything else, and I'll send it for you, I got my thing. But if they're holding someone else's funds, then they would technically need... The permission of the fund individuals to say, Hey, I'm going, I'm, I'm trying to get your funds, but that means giving away most of it. Right. And for them to have to go back and talk to each person would be quite a lift, something they're probably doing, but it means that they aren't able to just come up with immediate answers. They have to kind of like evolve through it because they have constituents that they need to effectively communicate with. And their interests, and there's probably even Japanese laws that they need to adhere to that means that they don't have the control to just say burn half and give us the rest. Things like that.
1: Right.
3: I'm not sure how much they care about complying with Japanese laws or their clients. It's really hard to say. Um, Yeah, I, I personally think that you know it doesn't really matter they've whether or not they're doing this like with nefarious intent or not or like why they're doing it uh i i I don't think they've like fully understood um the situation here and that like there is not really you know a core team they can like argue with you know or like deal with like this is a decentralized community and ultimately they have to like appeal to the community with like what something the community feels is a viable solution you know and that could be like you know uh the reason i like the unity prop is because it buys like more time to like um come to that potential viable solution while still like addressing the community's concerns um so you know hopefully you know we'll we'll see something good from them but you know perhaps not um i do think that they've like probably you know could have played their hand a lot better uh you know they focused a lot on how poorly like prop 16 was written and like a lot of that drama but you know i think sort of the the discussion has like moved on from there um and they've like talked a lot about like they haven't really put forward any very many like concrete proposals Um, and You know they still have time you know there, there still is time to put forward for them to put forward like an on-chain proposal um that gets voted on uh you know so we'll, we'll see what they do um and you know we've got mean in the meantime phase one of the upgrade with some really cool stuff coming in uh and then you know i think we'll probably wind up moving forward with hopefully like uh unity um and yeah, that should get them to the the table to show that they need to make some sort of concessions. Like, you know, people are not going to just, like, trust them right away. So they they need to, like, figure out a proposal that will work to, like, win trust from the community. I'm actually surprised that they haven't, like, done, like, a, you know, like, let us keep 25% kind of thing or, like, let us, you know... um, There's still, like, a lot more areas to explore. uh, But, you know, I think the time is ticking and yeah, we'll see what they come up with.
0: I, I think um, what I was worried about, and I think I tweeted about this the other day is that their, their optimal negotiating strategy might just be to stall, because if you have, if you have 2% of token supply, it's still going to be worth something regardless of how much you um, essentially um play out the hand of everybody else because the you know certainly the kind of um a lot of people who have skin in the game can't afford to just watch you know essentially a drama continue for a long period of time but then it's also very hard to see how other than a kind of very short-term negotiating strategy like if you're trying to wait somebody out in a contract negotiation maybe But if those people also kind of hold the key to your funds, just a lot of things about their negotiating strategy really do not add up. If it is indeed a thought out strategy at all, and and actually back to Schultz's point, yeah, obviously I have no no insider evidence on this, but like my gut feeling tells me that the majority of people that are involved in whatever investments they're running do not know about these funds, but some do. And I do wonder if their slowness to move is that they have a few big people behind the scenes who have an opinion, but the majority of people, they don't have any idea. And that's why they could table the 50-50 because it's like, well, 50, 50, 50, the 50% that goes to the Juno community comes out the small fish. And then the people that we would have to go around and individually ask them, their funds are protected. It like It feels like that kind of a fudge. But, yeah, I mean, I'm also curious as to why when that received hostility, you know, the other question is then, yeah, why why, do you, why don't why do you then go down to 25, 75? Unless, I guess, the, the question is, like, the community, I think, quite strongly reacted to it as a bribe as well, which, you know, a bribe's a bribe, right? It doesn't matter whether it's 75% or 50%, like, it's going to get rejected either way, right?
1: Yeah. I think so. I mean, uh, what we've seen generally is that um, we we started with clawing back 90%. We then progressed to clawing back 50K. Um, we have talked about Burning All. We've talked about Unity, where over the course of time, there's a path in which they receive all the Juno. Um, there are options for remediating further in the unity proposal so why haven't anyone submitted like an upgrade proposal well because we do want to still evaluate and consider the different options that are available um yes prop 16 passed but we all agree on some level it was deeply flawed and so how can we prevent (laughs) there's these three opposing forces that are working in concert with one another in directly oppositional paths. And so we're, we're in this deadlock. And so how do we navigate this in such a way that we all win? Um, And it seems like unity is the best, the best option forward. Uh, it might be worth talking about, like, why a software
2: upgrade proposal is necessary to get this to happen. Um, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding is the reason why a software upgrade is necessary is because during an upgrade, um, state changes can happen. And this ha- has actually happened previously with um, the Somalier chain. Um, but aside from that one instance, you can't alter the
3: state of the chain. Is that is that correct? No, you, you can. And that's you know, kind of why it has to be done through an upgrade. Uh, when you make a big breaking change to like a native Cosmos SDK module, well, state changes. And so they, they actually built this feature to make upgrades like more seamless and easy so they can happen via on-chain votes. Um, but it's kind of had this un- unintended side, side effect is like, oh, wow, we can ha- like re- like control state there. Like we can kind of do whatever we want. Um and so yeah, I think that um a feature that was built to make upgrades easier actually has this like other like you know some other consequence to it. Like uh but yeah, the, the whole point it's
0: was a like a bit of an Adam Curtis documentary type situation, isn't it? Where it's like, you know, the devs built this feature and they they thought they were just making their lives their lives easier, but this yeah. was a fantasy. Well yeah. the
1: other option is that <laughs> We, we forego a software upgrade proposal. We get all the validators, all 120, is it 125 on Juno? Uh, we, we get all the validators to agree that we're going to set a halt height at 2.5, you know, block 2.5 million. And so once that comes around, everyone stops, everyone installs the new Juno, and then starts again. But coordinating that, and ensuring <laughs> that everyone upgrades um, is very difficult and it can, re- it can end up creating a situation where the, the chain halts because people don't see that the consensus is progressing during that upgrade. And so it gets very dangerous. So the software upgrade proposal is basically setting the halt height for everyone at the same time when the governance proposal uh, succeeds and preventing the chain from proceeding without you know at least a a modicum of checking that says are you running the latest um and so it's it's not a perfect system but it it definitely avoids the halt (laughs) height debacle where you know some chains even recently oh yeah it's so much it's so much nicer i mean uh
3: I don't know if you guys remember, like, the early, like, Cosmos Hub upgrades where, like, the number changed each time, like, Cosmos Hub 2 to Cosmos Hub 3, Cosmos Hub 3 to Cosmos Hub 4. It was, like, uh, those were, you know, the the auto-upgrade stuff is an amazing tool, but, you know, with it comes this, like, sort of, like, ability to, like, you know, rewrite state. And that was a needed feature because uh, oftentimes when you need an upgrade, it's because, you know, some breaking change happened in the state somewhere like um and you needed to migrate that yep um and so yeah you know i think this comes down to like a lot of the discussions we've been having around this of like the need to improve uh you know our governance standards uh thinking about things like on-chain constitutions uh just evolving our, our governance processes um but, you know, those are longer conversations. And I I, I I know the whale has, like, posted a lot about, like, oh, we need a constitution. There needs to be, like, some sort of, like, you know, due process. But the constitution is sort of the consensus of the community. Um, and, you know, the community would have to I – do, I do think it comes down to, like, sort of stalling, which is, is good for them, um, at least in this phase of the game theory when they're earning staking rewards. They have all the incentive, you know, to – to want to stall and like, you know, uh, try to make themselves look good by like advocating for, Oh, we need to like create a constitution first before we like, you know, um, take this drastic measure. But, uh, it's, you know, (laughs) there's nothing to stop the community from like, especially now that the code is out there, like someone could like literally just like anyone could just like post this, you know, um, it's like, and it's uh, the community has like been very loud and vocal that something needs to happen here. In many ways, like I'm kind of surprised that the whale did not go for the unity proposal out of like just trying to like show like good faith. And, uh, yeah, I, I at the end of the day, it's not they don't really have too much of a choice. Like consensus is ultimately social consensus, and like the large majority of the community believes that action needs to be taken. So, um.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I tend to agree, especially with with how much effort they put into um, into getting game going. You would think they'd spend more time trying to uh, improve the the goodwill of the community, because if if they are trying, if they're not trying to make any inroads with the Juno community, that then expands to Osmosis community and Cosmos community, and so people are they're not going to feel as much incentive to go join game. And I feel like that's a conversation that they haven't really addressed too much, but I found very interesting. I don't know if they're trying to distance themselves as much from it, as much as possible, but they are in effect game. So goodwill against the whale or bad will for the whale is more or less badwill for game. Um, and it seems like they are remiss for not addressing
3: that. Yeah. I think it's a missed opportunity on on their part. Um, like, Yeah. I I think in hindsight, or if I could just argue from the whales perspective for a little bit, like the best thing to do is to like engage the community and figure out some plan, like explore different plans of actions for um, solving the core problems. Like they have to give up their funds. And so like, you know, uh, and yeah, there's more, honestly,
0: they're they're only, the only thing the only thing they've been able to do since since the unity prop was was put on the table that oh, has been the only game in town and that's really obvious right it, it's it's fundamentally pretty obvious like it's unity prop or burn right and burn is incredibly difficult to pass for a variety of reasons so stalling the unity prop is the only way you've got wriggle room out of burn if you don't like the unity prop, but it doesn't change the fact that the Uni- unity prop is your only way out, which is the bit I don't get. Like I get that there that the stalling tactic is logical in for some definition of logical, but there's no end game to it. Like it's not a it's it's a short sighted tactic, and that's been the weirdest thing for me is watching this play out is just going like, what? Yeah, like. Putting aside all the stuff about game, which is like you know the Cosmos community is largely the same group of people, you know if you poison the well, you you poison the well, right? So that's that's a big negative for the, their entire negotiating strategy. But also, if you intend to walk away with any of your Juno, then you should have taken the Unity prop. Um, yeah, is pretty weird. Um, so anyway, we were going to we were going kind of keep this to about a, we were originally trying to keep this to about half an hour, but we've we've ended <laughs> up <laughs> we seem to like just sort of our default length was about fifty minutes, and then we're like, oh, it's fifty minutes on the clock. We should probably start thinking about wrapping up. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, we, we basically wanted to just talk about Lupercalia Phase One, what the Unity Prop is, and how it actually works, um, and the, you know the work Joe's been doing with the testing and stuff for Lupercalia Phase Two and why that's important so far, Uh, like important for all of the different strategies. Hopefully that has now been done partly and well largely due to Joe's excellent um, flow chart making. Um, Is there anything else we'd like to say on this before we wrap up? Uh, If there's any other, I'll flick back through the comments and just see if there's anything um, super pressing. I think the most important thing is that we
1: have all at one point or another changed our mind about a conclusion that we've come up to or, or made and sometimes very publicly <laughs> and have learned that you're wrong and then admitted that you're wrong and made a change to, you know, choose a new path or a path that you had previously closed. Um, I know I've done that myself. You, you've all seen it in me shutting down my validator and then being like, wait, no, nope, this is going to cause more harm. Let me turn it back on. So while we say that, they rejected it, you know, that they rejected unity, I, I think there's still the opportunity to accept it. Um, I, I think there's the opportunity to realize that there is time that it affords um, and that we we can continue to discuss and, and proceed. I know I've had some uh, terse, <laughs> succinct comments about, you know, we're, we're done talking about it, but I, I totally understand that this is a non-trivial problem to solve yeah and you know at the end of the day they're probably just going
3: to be forced into unity it doesn't really matter if they accept it or not but i think it would be better for them and also better for us if they did because then it's like that's actually i think uh you know kind of adds a lot more legitimacy to what we're doing you know um And I think people were, a lot of people were confused of like, let's just kill the whale. Like, why are they like involved at all? Like, well, first of all, the community has full power, which is why the whale is like probably hesitant to, you know, place themselves in a situation where the whale or where the community has full power. Um, But, you know, they're, they're involved to like give, to make us look better. And so like, you know, make it, make it so that people see that Juno is like, you know, evolving its own governance procedures like really quickly and doing things in a very thoughtful, considerate way. Um
0: three heads are better than one. Three heads are better than one. It's the 4D chess move we've all been missing. True. Um yeah. I I mean yes I think I think we're all on kind of the same page. Like we just would really like it would be really, really nice if we could have uh, Unity not enforced. But the reality is that at this stage, the most likely thing to pass is probably Unity. And it's most likely that it will be enforced. And that means... And I, I think it's most likely that the community will
3: vote to burn the whale after it's in the smart contract. You know, that, but then that
1: happens. Speaking yeah. of something burning, I think I smell something in the oven. <laughs>
0: Go. But yeah. So, just I guess just, just to fully recap then, the probable fate for, for anybody who's joined super late, what's probably going to happen now, Lupercalia phase one, it gets smart contracts with Sudo, Unity Prop, which involves a smart contract, and Unity Prop launches the upgrade, which is Lupercalia part two, which moves the funds, and the time scale for this is probably next week, testing period, then next week. So 10 to 14 days. That sound about right, Meow? Yep, I think it's about 10 to 14 days.
3: Uh, and then this whole CCN saga will be, I think, largely resolved, you know, um, there, there might be, you know, some follow-on proposals, but I, I think they'll be a lot less dramatic because the main problem of the whale having too much voting power and selling staking rewards and getting staking rewards, that will be resolved. And so hopefully the, the coming, any future debates, oh, that looks delicious.
1: Uh, they, they're supposed to be waffle fries. They are waffle burnt. <laughs> to, to a crisp. I guess you're just practicing, you know. Yeah.
0: Just practicing, I,
3: I, learning. I, I took I took that joke from Callum Anderson in the con- comments. So, oh, you
0: know, yeah, I'm not. I thought, that an, I thought that was an original. <laughs> no, no. And you've also just doxed Callum on the uh, on on the Spotify version of this as well. Oh well, wow. sensational. Um, okay, well, um, I was going to say, should we do, should we sign this off with something positive from you, Jake? Because uh, we. We we'll all be doing this again on our regular slot when it's not extra credit. But what we always we always round off the show is something that we're uh, we're excited about for the next week. Okay. So would you like to round up the show by telling us something you're excited about from the next week, anywhere in the cosmos? So you can also plug Stargaze if you would like to plug Stargaze. Um. I, I, yeah,
3: I mean, I'm excited for everything happening in the cosmos. There we go. Now, I mean, okay, seriously, I'm excited for the upgrade. Like, this is going to be really, really cool. Um, it's, a, it's a big moment for Juno. Like, some nice impor- performance improvements, some security stuff. And, like, giving governance, like, the community, like, real governance control over smart contracts is going to, I think, lead to some next, next-gen stuff. Like, we're going to do some things as a community that no community will have, like, ever done before. And... That I mean, how can you not be excited about that?
0: Like, yeah, it's pretty rad. Okay. On that note, I think we're out. Um, thanks for joining us, Jake, Meow. Yeah. And uh, thanks for all your hard work, Jabby. I think we all need to say thank you for all your hard work behind the scenes with the flow charts in front of the scenes on Twitter and for all the shade you've been throwing in the last twenty four hours, it's been very, very funny to watch. Um and you know, here's hoping we we get all of our upgrades out and rolling in the next sort of ten to fourteen days and put this behind us, eh? Yeah, that's awesome. Do it. Right, party on everybody.